right. And now I want to welcome you guys, the host of The Bituation Room. Please welcome Francesca Fiorentini. You guys have like the whole front row. You're like, I don't know. Uh, oh, we see we have a left is best shirt. Who's here? Thank you all for all the fans and stalkers. Um, and who is here? Who's here to stalk me tonight? <laughs> who, who's here to stalk Emma Viglin tonight? <laughs> it's not fair. It's not, I would really like more stalkers than Emma. It's my goddamn show. Everybody, oh, here we go. Everyone, so here's all the seat warmers. Come in, come in. Let's get all cozy and tight. It's gonna be such a good show. Um, obviously, did the Niners just pulled through? What the fuck? Holy shit! Woo! I know this is a very um, NFL crowd. I usually bring a lot of sports ball fans out. Uh, Emma Viglin does. In fact, uh, she does have a show. Anyway, let's let's actually bring her the fuck out here, guys. Um, before we get started, I just want to say thank you for being here. That's all I have to say. I'm really fucking excited. Are you guys ready to laugh about the news? Yeah! Anyone want to talk about the news? Yeah! Hell yeah! We're going to talk about international crimes. It's going to be great. We're going to talk about genocide and not cry about it. It's going to be good. Um, all right, uh, let's bring her out. She is the co-host of The Majority Report, and she's also the host of ESVN. Um, I don't know. I want to say it's a feminist <laughs> sports show. I don't know. But please put your hands together for Emma Viglin! That when you landed uh, at SFO, you um, immediately went to a dispensary. <laughs> All right, calling me out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard in a private text message you yeah, sent me. That I sent her you individually. I mean, <laughs> you want to give out my address so too? So what's? Some? No, I do. Well, that's later. They okay. have to pay extra for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what is your blend? Are you sativa, indica, a little bit of both? Um, I'm not really a sativa person, so I'll do hybrid or indica. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I can't smoke during the day. I'm not that legit, so I've got to do that at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indica, yeah. you're like, am I breathing? I forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, there's that. Exactly. Okay. All right, that's good. We'll, we'll get to know you more later. I, we'll, we'll not. We're just going to talk about the news. Um, no, it'll be great. Uh, and, and next, uh, anyone here to stock a Miles Gray? Anybody? Give it up for Miles Gray. What the fuck? Give it up. I'm going to bring him out. You pretend. You can pretend. He is the co-host. He is the co-host of the award-winning podcast. Go back. Go back. Go back. I know. I know. Uh, he is the co-host of the Daily Zeitgeist. Um, and Jack and Miles got mad. Boosty's also a sports fan. Please make it so loud for Miles Gray. Thank you so much. Thank you for being so honest. What he said, anybody stalking him ever said, who the fuck is that? I My promise you, I will not make you laugh. So uh, there is that, at least in store. Uh, that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> Miles, you were backstage talking shit about other parents in your daycare. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. You want to elaborate? I have, I have a, a son who's about to be one years old, and we just started daycare. And I used to be a very petty person, and I thought I grew out of that until... 
I started comparing my son to other babies and shit. And like other people were like, yeah, so you know, Claude is like, he can say the word block back to us. <laughs> and he'll be like, they're like, Claude, say block. He'll be like, cock. And I'm like, this motherfucker ain't saying block. <laughs> this is all a lie. And I just, I feel, it's just interesting how insecure I've become, like by like watching a child walk in front of I my know, child who's not even real, be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like walking in front of my baby like so, that. So and then I have to it. check myself, yeah. You kicked it after that. No, I just I tied oh, their shoes. I tied their shoelaces together, <laughs> and I said, "Hold that shit next time." You Miles is a father, everybody. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Give it up. I'm working through it. Working through it. It doesn't take much. Uh, no. <laughs> no, truly. And our third guest, uh, you've seen him on this show, The Bituation Room. You've also heard his voice on the Bugle Podcast. He's a labor organizer. He's also a dad. Please put your hands together for Mr. Nato Green. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, while we wait for Francesca to get her shit organized, I don't care about sports at all. Uh, I don't care about the 49ers. But I, I'm ready for when the rioting pops off. Uh, I just, I just want to, I don't, I don't need to watch the game. I just want to skip right to setting a police car on fire. And then, Hell yeah. and then I'm good. Yes. There's going to be some sportsmanship in that. What's that? There's going to be sports, but there's going to be betting. The, yeah. Yeah. At some point. I mean, yeah. it's not really that big of a deal when you're rioting because your sports team won versus when it's, like, because black people are getting killed disproportionately by police or something yeah. like right. that. Right. I mean, that's, you know, like, when they, when they're, when they talk about, like, like protest riot, pro protests where there's rioting and property destruction, uh, like, I like to use, like, what units of 49er victories... <laughs> to measure how bad the protest riot was, like, oh yeah, that that Black Lives Matter riot that was like that was like four Super Bowls <laughs> worth of rioting. <laughs> we can look forward to that. Uh, I was saying that the Skechers always gets it. You guys know how like the Skechers in the mission, it's like no matter what happens, that Skechers just gets fucked up. That Skechers, and it's still there. It still rises from the ashes every time. We're like, who's buying these Skechers? It's a front for drugs. We all know that. Um, this uh, is very local ex humor. Excuse me. I, I shop at the Skechers store on Mission Street. Uh, what is this shit? Where else can I get $14 sneakers? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. Well, you guys, if you watch the show, and if you don't, what the fuck? Uh, no. You will after tonight. You know that we start the show the exact same way every single week, which is asking, what are you bitching about? There we go. Miles Gray, other than yes. uh, other children who Now, I want to talk about this walk. kid named Suvi at the preschool. <laughs> um, what I are you bitching about today? Uh, I, I'm, I'm bringing my phone out because my mother has done the very intelligent thing, which is, I don't know if other immigrant kids do, like, have this thing where their parents give your number out for shit, where they're like, I'm not signing up for that, but I will give you my son's <laughs> number, and you can bother him. Uh, my mother has done that with the, the DNC and Joe Biden. No! And I'm just saying, like, the rate at which these fucking fundraising texts, like, the energy behind them, they're unsettling. Because, like, to me, they, A, have, like, yeah, man, we gave up. Like, kind of energy. We're like, hey, man, we're fucked. Kind of, like, that's yes. the sort of subtext of a lot of these texts. Um, and also kind of, like, fuckboyish energy. Um, <laughs> So, like, just a couple. I just pulled, like, four that are, like, really interesting. One is, like, almost every Dem renewed their Biden supporter membership. You're the all-caps last renewal we need. 
Next. Wait, 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 your Biden membership? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Th- My mom is 77, so I'm sure they can get away with saying stuff like, your Biden card is going to expire, and then you will not be able to purchase at Whole Foods anymore. Um, then the next one is, oh, uh, with, <laughs> please, can you donate all caps anything and will 400% match it to defeat Donald Trump and save Biden's presidency? I'm like, okay, this is, ex- this is aggressive. Yeah, My yeah, mom yeah. Is, doesn't need all this right now. Again, next one. First, the subject he- headline is begging. <laughs> begging. We're just one California Biden supporter membership away from our January goal. Rush $10 to renew. What is this Biden membership? Is like I have yo. I, I my mom could be. She could have fallen for a scam though too. This is honestly. like you get like different soup crackers in the mail every single month. Yeah. Right, it's right, a subscription right. for Alzheimer's meds. Yeah, yeah right, absolutely. right, exactly. It's Preemptive. like yeah. You left your shoes in the driveway again, and it's like uh, <laughs> re- renew your Biden membership. Do you forward any of them to your mom? No, because every time I do, she acts. She she like fucks with me. She's like, why do I need to see this? And I'm like, you clearly gave them my number to do this. She's like, well, I don't care. And I'm like, wow. Well, thank you for letting me absorb all that energy. This next one, uh, my mom is Japanese. Yuki, that's her name. We need to work even harder now if Donald (laughs) Trump is our opponent. I know we ask a lot of you, but I hope I can count on your support in a big moment like this. Will you make an investment in our campaign to help Kamala and me? Mm, Grammar. Uh, Win four more (laughs) years in the White House and support Democrats? And I was like, okay. Then this last one. Yuki, I'm sorry, it's it's all caps. Seriously, Yuki? (laughs) What the fuck is this? Are you for real right now, Yuki? Seriously, Yuki? We hand-selected you for the 14th Amendment survey, but you didn't respond. It's only eight questions. Holy shit. We hand-selected you? Yeah. This is like so, like, it's like pickup artistry, DNC, yo. They're like nagging you. Are you serious it's, that's why I say it's like that fuckboy energy because the next one's going to be like, for real, Yuki? You're probably just going to fucking leave us like everybody else did in our <laughs> life. Like that kind of shit. And they're going to be like, okay, here's 10 bucks for a fucking sticker. Have you actually tried to unsubscribe from no. the DNC mailing list? It's can. impossible. You yeah, you can't. You get resubscribed to like four others. It's like cutting a head off a hydra. That's how it happens. Yeah, it's whackable like, ah. for sure. But also, like, I kind of, I because I don't have all this kind of information flowing to me at such a constant tick. I do appreciate hearing the level of, you know, sort of what the franticness level sure. is of the DNC. I feel right like now. that's worse than ruining your kid's credit is signing them up for like a DNC mailing list. You know, what I mean? I, well, my dad did that. He fucked my credit up with a T-Mobile <laughs> account about 20 years ago. So yeah, I've had it from every angle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nato, what are you what are you bitching about today, tonight? Aging. Uh, I'm aging, Francesca. No. And so today, uh, I try to do my civic duty and walk a precinct in my neighborhood to drop lit because we we have the March primary coming up, and I wanted to I, I was dropping lit for there's there's an affordable housing bond in San Francisco. I support affordable housing. I want to drop lit on people's doorsteps. However, because of aging. I have arthritis in my big toe, uh, <laughs> and uh, only my big toe, and I went and and I have Kaiser, and so I went to Kaiser, and they were like, "Go on Amazon and buy a thing to put in your shoe, and ne- and never come back." That's what they said. I was like, "Do you have any follow up for this?" They were like, "Nope, you're on your own. It's Kaiser. Thank you." So we can only park this van here for two hours right. before we have to move it. <laughs> so. Uh, so now, so I just like 
I, I like limped my way through dropping lit. Uh, and, and you know, cause the, when you do uh, go door to door in San Francisco, everybody, like even in a flat neighborhood, there's still like six steps to get to the front door to put the thing on the front door. So I did one precinct, but managed, to, I checked my thing. I had walked three and a half miles. Um, and so I'm in in incredible pain all day in my foot. And so I'm re I have this dilemma of like, do I just stop precinct walking? Like I don't want to, I don't want to succumb to the forces of aging. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I don't want to give up and just accept that now I'm decrepit and I can't walk like that anymore. But I'm all like, and you're trying to light cop cars on fire during the rev. Like, yeah. come on now, you got to work that shit I can out. I can bring my 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 you know REI walking stick to light <laughs> cop cars on fire you're gonna be during the, the rioting. Like, the, you're going to be the guy that, you know, like, who brings the, like, the, the portable stool with them, the camping right, stool. the like, camping stool. To the revolution, sitting there like, yeah, get him. Yes. Yes. I got a rest, you know. Yeah, I'm going to, young people, I'm going to ask you for a piggyback ride when we're, <laughs> when we're uh, running and gunning with the cops during the revolution uh, so, that, so that I can participate despite my new this disabilities. This is humble brag, by the way. I call bullshit on this whole bitch because you're like, oh, I was doing my civic duty and owie my toe, but I'm amazing. And it's not even GOTV weekend. All right. Yeah, I'm right. doing it early. I'm six weeks early. Yeah, can look, I know, I know your civic participation is just retweeting Emma, so... I do have an alert on her tweets, okay? <laughs> Look, um, I'll take it, folks. I'll take it. Fuck, dude. Hey, Nato, really quickly, what was your uh, mental health care Kaiser story? Oh, yeah. So uh, my, ment my mental health care Kaiser story is that you can't get it. Um, <laughs> uh, I called Kaiser um, because, uh, to ask for therapy, and they were like, are you suicidal? No. Are you addicted to anything? No. Are you dangerous to yourself or others? No, and they're like, well, then why are you calling us? <laughs> and I was like, because I start crying 90 seconds into any Nick Cave song. Like, <laughs> um, does that is that a diagnosis? <laughs> um, and and they were like, oh, you have uh, like just generic mid 40s man sadness, um, <laughs> but you're still a, like a functioning cog in the capitalist machine. And so so uh, we don't we don't do real therapy. We only do short term therapy. And I was like. Can I ha have that, please? <laughs> um, and so then they're like, sure, we'll, we'll let you see somebody for 30 minutes every other month, and you'll spend the first 10 minutes reminding them who you are, and the second 10 minutes telling them what you're talking about your problem, and the third 10 minutes begging them to see you again. Uh, thank you, we're Kaiser. Um, so uh, it's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. I, I just like that story because I like that you inventing, like, oh, my toe. That's a mental health condition. Um, I, uh, well, I mean, also, I, I had a kidney stone. As long as we're talking about Kaiser, I had a kidney stone. Oh, no. I didn't mean to get the Jew on about his ailments. This is, this is uh, what you get. This no, no, is no. what you get. I'm, oh, I'm as oh, Aryan as it gets. I've had two kidney You're, stones. But she's, she's married to a Jew. She knew what she was getting into <laughs> when she started asking about my health problems. So I, 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 had, a, I, had, I had a kidney stone, and I called them, and, I, and they were like, what is your problem? And I said, uh, my dick hurts. And they said, "You can. Uh, do you want a video appointment?" Um, <laughs> and and I said, "Who who's paying who?" Um, so uh, and uh, and uh, like so and then so then they were like, "Well, you will see you in a week and a half." And I was like, 
did you hear the part where I said my dick hurts? <laughs> and so then I went to the emergency room, but because I'm also a union guy and I had a union sweatshirt on, I went to the emergency room and the nurse is like, what's your problem? And then they saw my union sweatshirt and they started asking me questions about their pension. And I was like, hold oh, on. No. <laughs> did you hear the part about where my dick hurts? Like, can we? Yeah, yeah, more on that later. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll get back to you about your pension. pension. Yeah. I like how you're just like, trow is dropped and they're still like, yeah, but about that pension, you're like, I know it's not much, but yeah. um, Emma Vigland over yeah. here. No, uh, I mean, can we keep on the fact that you almost did chat roulette just for your insurer to pay for your kidney stones? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I mean, I was just on OnlyFans being like, does anyone know what this is? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, sorry, Fran. Go Emma, on. what are you bitching about today? I mean, look, I'm not a comic like these three up here, so I've got a visual prop uh, oh, slash yeah. auditory uh, sensual experience, mm. folks. Listen, oh, let's mother. listen to this bitch. Uh, so, I, and I can say that because I'm a bitch too. Um, but this is the representative of this, this much of this great city. Yes. Here. Um, Pipe down now. She's speaking first. about you all. So, folks, uh, yeah, this is what yeah, I don't know. How many of the the people in the crowd here are pro Palestine? Uh, just kidding, you're all funded by Russia, so shut the fuck up and listen to Pelosi say why actually this is an AstroTurf campaign. But for them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Mr. Putin's message. Make no mistake, this is directly connected to what he would like to see. Same thing with Ukraine. It's about Putin's message. I think some of these... Some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected uh, to Russia. And I say that having looked at this for a long time now. So, you know, Ryan Grimm uh, spoke to AOC at one point, And she spoke about how she and Pelosi have had some skirmishes um, where Nancy Pelosi tried to lecture her about being an activist. And uh, AOC said, well, at least my protest signs are not collecting dust. Mm. Now, I don't, you know, you can have, uh, th there are some issues I would say with, uh, if you want to cr uh, criticize AOC as being a representative of the left, but this is a great example of somebody who is only talking to rich people. Because if you actually feel confident in saying this on cable news, that pro-Palestine <laughs> demonstrators are being funded by Russia, she's, how many times do you think she said this in private? in conversations with friends, in conversations with other Democrats. Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> like, this is the level of derangement that we are up against yes. as the uh, left begins to organize around saying that we will not stand for genocide being funded with our tax dollars. Yeah. It is apparently a, a Russian operation. I don't know. That's news to me. I haven't gotten any of that Kremlin cash. Well, you haven't seen them, uh, Emma, as I have. They're outside of my door. They're there. And, yes, I'm um, sure the, the man who got through to my husband, um, I think he was also uh, uh, for ceasefire, uh, probably. Um, and, but, but you don't know what it's like to live in Pack Heights. It's very dangerous up there. Very dangerous. Um, no, I... Uh, for, like, this is so wild, like, the Mr. Putin's message, Mr. Putin's message, like, it just crushes me, like, bitch, you know you're full of shit, you know that the aggressor in this instance is Israel, everyone fucking knows it's the aggressor, and it's not even pro-Palestine, it's not even, she's not saying that, this is people who are calling for ceasefire, which are 
everyone, like, it doesn't even matter. People would, wouldn't even identify with necessarily as pro-Palestine. They're just against fucking genocide. Is like, well, so yeah. And to be to be pro-Palestine, I'll borrow from Greta Thunberg, who said this the other day. To to be pro-Palestine is to be human, um, and to advocate yeah. for uh, the. She does not miss. The liberation of a subjugated population due to colonialism, regardless of the historic trauma caused by Germany and uh, European white people that we've decided to outsource onto the Middle East. Um, you know, the, the, regardless of that and all of that, learning from that and being a actual citizen of the world and deciding we're gonna improve the way that we decided to, to structure our world and our society is to stand with Palestine in this mm -hmm. instance. So I don't have a ton of jokes about this except to say that this lady. I don't know. Is the historic trauma was pretty crazy. funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a perfect thing to bitch about. Like truly, a hundred and what, twelve days, thirteen days of, yeah. of this war, of this assault. Um, I'm bitching about something uh, similar. Another uh, centrist that we all uh, know and uh, love to hate, um, who does not miss when it comes to the cringiest tweets, which. Um, I truly think that like she, again, she has no writers. No one tells her to do this stuff. No one tells, she's just like, she's told by her advisors or Chelsea, um, you know, mom, you're just, social media is just tweeting from your heart. Just like tweet what you think. And she's just like, oh, heart. What is heart? Okay, here's my tweet about the Oscars. <laughs> Greta and Margot, while it can sting to win the box office but not take home the gold, your millions of fans love you. You're both so much more than Kinuff. <laughs> Hashtag Hillary Barbie. <laughs> now this of course is in response to the fact that neither Greta Gerwig nor Margot Robbie were nominated for best uh, director or best actress for the Barbie film. Um, and look, I'll just put it out there. I really fucking liked the Barbie movie. It all was right, fun. I expected to hate it. I I was ooh, and every time I was like ooh, 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 I'm about to hate this. Yes, I'm about to hate it. It was good, and it was very upsetting to me that every time I wanted to hate it, it the writing was actually really solid and it was fucking funny. Um, and then Hillary comes along to ruin <laughs> everything that you liked about anything. Just like. There was someone out there who really liked playing Pokemon Go. And then, <laughs> Pokemon Go to the polls. And they were like, oh man, I don't even want to find Pikachu. Like that, that's how that worked. Um, and so this is it, she's comparing her loss of, she clearly is doing this, comparing her loss uh, at, the, at the Electoral College, but winning the popular vote to what has happened. And yes, it was a snub. I understand it was a snub, but also Ryan Gosling like sang and danced, you know? Like, anyway, the point is, sometimes a man need to explain patriarchy. Like, wait, wait, what? hold on, hold on. Did, did men get nominated for best actress in the place of uh, Margot Robbie in that category, or was it five women instead? Yeah, it was five women, but they were progressives. Oh, oh uh, They believe oh. in Medicare for all, so they don't count. Oh, okay, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th it'll never happen. Her heart has been replaced by white feminist AI. That's essentially yeah. what she has going for her right <laughs> That's now, exactly. Hillary Clinton. But it's like also like eight years after the fact, she's like, this is my wave. Yeah. Like, I'm about to ride on in right now, eight years later. Like, how long do you, because like she sat white feminism out since 2016. Remember, she wasn't at the Women's March. Like, I was in D.C. She had the decency to not 
not show the fuck up. She has been out of feminism game, out of the feminism game for a while, kind of knowing that it wasn't, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't her place. And now she's like creeping back in. And I'm also like, the first thing when I saw the Barbie movie was also like, like, girl, there's no, there's no regime change, Barbie, okay? You're not welcome here. You can't sit with us. And it wouldn't be Hillary Barbie. It'd be pantsuit Barbie, you fucking idiot. Like, Hillary Barbie's not a thing. Nobody was like, oh, look, it's Dua Lipa Barbie. Like, that wasn't, it was Mar, you know what I'm, anyway. I mean, Hashtag Francesca Barbie. Get that going. <laughs> Hashtag Frantifa Barbie. Get, Let's go. Get that right, going, right, right. folks. She also doesn't understand how the Oscars work because... Like, the one that won the box office usually doesn't win the Oscar. Right. Like, True. they and nominated they Mank for the Oscar. Like, the artist won the Oscar. Like, they <laughs> yeah. oh, the, like Moonlight won the Oscar. These are fine movies, but, the like... The Shape of Water. They're Come not on. blockbusters. Like, it's, like... Right. So, like, politically wrong and also wrong in her own analogy of, like, how the thing is that she's talking about, just an opportunity to, like you know, uh, fly her vendetta flag. Yeah, fly you know what? Flag. They got a bunch of money. This movie made over a billion dollars. We don't need to spend... But she'll weigh in on feminism when the stakes are like recognition for already rich white ladies versus not recognition for already rich white ladies. True, true, you know, true. the important stuff that like the most high-profile female presidential candidate um, ever should be lending her spotlight towards. What a wonderful yeah. person. But who's going to get the golden man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R recognition for already rich white ladies by an award show that was invented for union busting. Yes. 100%. Um, we got to move on. So many things happened th this week. Holy shit. But only two on this show. This is the week where. Okay, so there's so much Gaza news, obviously, uh, but this was the week where 17 judges from the ICJ, the International Court of Justice, rejected Israel's claims that South Africa had no right to bring charges of genocide against it and ruled that Israel must take provisional measures to stop any acts that might violate the genocide conventions, or else they will sigh loudly. Uh, there is a... <laughs> Um, what did the judges say exactly? So let's take a look at it um, from this uh, handy Instagram graphic. Um, Paj, you see that? Hel Is it not there? Oh, oh, you're killing me. Um, I guess we should have gone over this. <laughs> back, back, back. Avert no, no, no. your eyes. Avert there, your there, eyes. There, 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 there. Never happened, never happened, never happened. Oh, you had it. You had it before. No, no. Yes. So the court ordered South Africa's request uh, to, uh, court ignored South Africa's request to order a, a ceasefire. They asked for a cessation of the military operation. That did not happen. But from 15 to two uh, justices said Israel should take all possible measures to prevent the commission of genocidal acts against Palestinians. Israel will ensure that its military doesn't commit any genocidal acts. Israel will prevent and punish Israelis for incitement to commit genocide against Palestinians. Israel will ensure the provision of urgently needed basic services and humanitarian aid to Palestinians in Gaza. Hold that thought. Israel will ensure the preservation of evidence related to South Africa's allegations against it. And they will submit a report to the court in one month showing its compliance with all of these orders. A pretty big win uh, for, again, people on the side of humanity. Um, and yet, uh, I want to know about the judges who didn't vote for this. So there was 
an Israeli judge, which you're like, I get it. You know, I understand where but your allegiance is. But even they, lie. that judge yeah, they went voted on two of them for the humanitarian aid, just not this other person. But even they went for the humanitarian aid as well as uh, preventing and punishing Israelis to incite and commit genocide. But there was a judge from Uganda uh, named Julia Sebutinde, and um, <clears throat> and I was like, why? Why the fuck would a judge from Uganda like what is he? But if you know anything about the history of Zionism, you might realize that this makes perfect sense because back in 1903, British colonial secretary Joseph Chamberlain offered godfather of Zionism, Theodore Herzl, a portion of, yes, Uganda to build a Jewish state. That's right. In fact, this was the original plan. It was called uh, the Uganda scheme and it would look something like this. So motherfuckers, are like looking at what's happening with Palestinians and Israelis and are like, no, um, we support you doing whatever the fuck you want over there. Like you just stay over there just in case you get any ideas to colonize over here. So I feel like it made perfect sense. They were like, mm-mm, mm-mm, do whatever you want. Um, I thought that was funny. You guys think I don't know. Um, it's all good. Uh, they tapped I, out when you said 1903. Yeah. They were like, history? No, thank you. That's, like, yeah, that's go back to talking about NATO's yeah. toe. It is um, totally funny, though, that they did never, they never considered Europe. Like, they never considered where modern anti-Semitism that resulted in the uh, extermination of six million Jews, like, the actual continent where it happened. No, it's like brown and black people. Yeah. Like, they're, they're the people that got to bear the brunt of right. this, not is it us. Like, would we have to give back the businesses we took when they fled? <laughs> yeah. Mm, well, it gets a little sticky, right? No, exactly. And and now, listen, depending on who you talk to, uh, for example, Israel, uh, they're saying that this ICJ verdict is a win because they didn't call for the immediate cessation of the military campaign. Here's how, and I apologize in advance for this, here's how Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister of Israel, spun it. Take a listen. Israel's commitment to international law is unwavering. Mm -hmm. Equally unwavering is our sacred commitment to continue to defend our country and defend our people. Like every country, Israel has an inherent right to defend itself. They love the that vile line. attempt to deny Israel this fundamental right is blatant discrimination against the Jewish state, and it was justly rejected. It was justly rejected. <laughs> so he's taking this as a win. Look, I've said it before about Netanyahu, and I'll say it again. This is why people who went to high school in Philadelphia should not be allowed to leave governments. <laughs> <laughs> They come out crazy, <laughs> racist, violent maniacs. <laughs> I mean, I just like though too that his like he did the the dude from the Big Lebowski where he's like, and that's just sort of like your opinion, man. <laughs> like about like what happened here, like for real. <laughs> like that seems pretty unequivocal, like as a rebuke. But okay, sure. The Philly accent it does sound like it's a little bit like the Cuban of Spanish accents because it, it's very cotton ball mouthy. Like there's a lot of thing water, happening in the water, mouth. Water, water ice. We like yeah. water ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so again, I'm the least funny one up here, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my take on the ICJ <laughs> the ruling. And that's, yes, you know that's my that's my. Please say here. something intelligent Please. instead of the Cuban of Spanish. Say water ice, <laughs> but but like Netanyahu. Water, water, water. Um, so I mean. I honestly think that this ICJ ruling was a total win, and I know that there's a lot of commentary about the fact that ceasefire was not included in their final conclusion. 
If you read the actual text of it, it really is basically a de facto call for a ceasefire. Judges and people in these kinds of positions, especially when you're in international law, they don't want to issue rulings that are gonna undermine their power because it's not enforceable. One, Hamas is not a party to the Genocide Convention, and so they technically don't have jurisdiction over Hamas. So they mm -hmm. can't necessarily mm -hmm. call for a ceasefire for two parties. Secondly, what I think is really important is that if they were to call for a ceasefire, Israel and the United States, Germany, the UK that backs Israel, they wouldn't abide by it. So it undercuts any future But their commitment ruling. to international law yeah, is yeah, unwavering. Yeah, exactly. It's all about peace. You know, it would I would give us a fair shot. <laughs> it would undercut This would be the first future. time, by the way, they would yeah. abide by international law should they fucking choose to. <laughs> they, 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 they haven't since 1967, right? So, like, if this court is going to try to, like, uh, re-legitimize international law on the international stage, they have to be quite careful as to what they're going to kind of... Uh, proceed with. Mm -hmm. And so a ceasefire, they probably thought, was not going to be enforceable from their end, and it would undercut the future uh, standing and ruling when they eventually, in my opinion, will rule that Israel is com has committed genocide in this case. Which could take months, but it, hey, so, so will years. the reconquest of, it will take years. of yeah. Gaza, and yes. And what I would can't even believe is that this was handed down, it was 15 to 2, it's plausible that they're committing genocide, and then we get what you're going to get too soon with the Biden administration. But like even before this is what the reaction was. But even before that, right? Like yeah. the president of the ICJ, Joan Donahue, is like a Secretary of State, like like lifer who like yeah. represented the U.S. in like Nicaragua versus United States. Or like y'all kind of like illegally overthrew the Sandinistas, <laughs> and she was caping for the U.S. and she was even like, yeah, this shit. Plausibly genocide. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. you, Joan? So I think in that sense, like you have a lot of like these these perspectives that are all sort of mostly arriving at the same sort wait, of Wait, is the ICJ where old war criminals are hidden? Like I yeah, don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know who these people are. I've never yeah. seen them. Yeah, it's like, okay, you did your thing for the State Department. Would you like to be the head of the ICJ? <laughs> yeah. oh. And then they're like, not like that, Joan. I've been confused this whole time. I thought we were talking about the ICP and St. Cloud Posse. And that they would have some opinions on the genocide in Gaza. That would really help, like, because we were going to play a clip, but we didn't want to bore the shit out of y'all. So, like, it would really help if they could, you know, we're just yeah. like juggalos. I, I want the juggalos to weigh in on that would be great. the access of, of potable yeah. water and medicine in, in, in the... Uh, yeah, you Shaggy know. and Violent J are definitely yeah. against collective punishment, I would say, 100%. I think, based on what I've seen. Yeah. Um, but will the ICJ report or the, the provisional measures that they have asked for, will that change the United States? Um, in terms of other legal cases, everyone needs to know, and I'm sure you do, that this week the Center for Constitutional Rights also brought a lawsuit against Joe Biden, uh, uh, Abraham Blinken. Um, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, Blinken uh, and Secretary of State of Defense, uh, Stone Cold Steve Lloyd Austin. Um, and char sorry, I'm back to what I'm saying. Uh, charge them with complicity in genocide. U.S. Judge Jeffrey S. White listened to the testimony of Palestinians for three hours intently in an or Oakland courtroom. So that is also a case that is ongoing. But here is what, which is incredible. Hang on. Is anyone who here were you at the who was at the Oakland courthouse? Yeah, give it up for those people. Ow! Hang on, I think we should listen to Pentagon spokesperson uh, and just like truly like I don't know douche in a suit like douche 
who like hits on you in lower Manhattan. Like you're fucking, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, just, just like Wall Street bro all grown up. Um, John Kirby, this is what he had to say about the ICJ report. Um, John, this ICJ ruling, it's going to be part of a global conversation on this conflict. Does it, does the ruling and the subsequent proceeding, will it impact U.S. Uh, policy or messaging at all? Policy or messaging on, on, on what? On Gaza. I mean, I know that you've stated or the statement has said that, you know, this goes in line with what you've been saying. Yeah. But going forward, do you believe that it will change you, will sway the president? It, it, it's hard. It, it's hard to see that. I mean, uh, I think we'll have to watch. This, this is obviously just a, a provisional order by the court. We'll have to watch how the process plays out. But it's difficult to see that uh, it, it alone is going to change the approach. As I said, the president believes the approach we have been taking has been getting results, and we're going to keep at that. Results for uh, sure. What, yeah. what? Hey, John. What are those results exactly the, that you're seeking? Just like the body count. Like yeah. what exactly are like when you say that? You know what I mean? I just like that he did the first thing when someone's like they know they fucked up, which is act like they don't understand the f when you ask the question the first time. Be like, oh, uh, what? Do you, uh, well, who? You know what I mean? Like it's like How I can't believe you were cheating on me. You're like uh, cheat cheating on on uh, who? You're like <laughs> on me, mother. What the fuck are you talking about? And then he's like, yeah. Uh, so w what had happened was, and you're like, oh no, John, no. Abandoned he definitely ship. is about to start with what had happened was. Oh like, yeah. That if, is if, definitely <laughs> something John Kirby would yeah. say. That that guy tried to give me a job when I was 22 selling Cutco knives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you cut the penny with the scissors? Oh, yeah. <laughs> cut the penny with the scissors, bro. Now, just minutes after the ICJ ruling, uh, news broke that according to Israeli intelligence, 12 members of UNRWA, the UN Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees that provides vital humanitarian relief, allegedly, allegedly participated in the October Hamas attacks, causing the State Department to immediately suspend all U.S. aid uh, and uh, money to that organization, along with Australia, Germany, what Trump did, Finland, Canada, and Italy. Sweden and Ireland, however, holding it down, holding it down, because uh, they're not fucking idiots. Um, the 12 suspected uh, members of UNRWA were fired. There are no more... Uh, there's no more evidence about these allegations, but we d have learned, uh, I think, just today, that um, the intelligence that came, that where this came from, was not just from Israel, but possibly um, from tortured uh, interrogations of militants. Senior Israeli officials said the Shin Bet and the Israeli military intelligence provided information that pointed to the active participation of UNRWA staffers. Quote, a lot of the intelligence is a result of interrogations of militants. That's from Axios. So, Comedy. Hey! <laughs> so, look. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like there was no fucking Hamas command center under the Al-Shifa hospital, um, it is utter bullshit, and it dropped the very second that the ICJ ruling came out. I mean... That's what we call in politics a smoke bomb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, really? Well, what about this story? Now, give you something to talk about over there that isn't about the ICJ ruling, yeah. which is really something. I mean, come on. Like, your husband, Bad Hasbro, that's his podcast, right? I mean, plugging it. Yeah, yes, right. thank plug, you. Plug Shout plug. out to this Baby is, Daddy. This is like the... He also has some health stuff he'd like to complain about. <laughs> this is like dog shit Hasbro. What are we talking yeah, about here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the lowest of the low. I mean, I, I can't believe that there are still people in this country that fall for this kind of stuff. But it's really because no one has, no one examined anything after the Iraq War. It was like the New York Times and our mainstream outlets decided that they were going to uncritically post what the St State Department 
has said and what our intelligence says and just repeat it to the public. And we went through years and years of this and then eventually liberals and most people were like, damn, like this war makes no sense. But we're doing this with Israel on a daily basis, yep. pr promoting their dog shit to the public and saying like, oh, you know, the UN, they're actually Hamas. Like, I mean, we've just like gotta like, the, the UN and the rights workers that are risking their lives every single day to get aid to people in a genocide. These are actually terrorists. Yep. And you should buy this uncritically. And you know what's worse? The Biden administration does. Yeah. They buy it uncritically. And within seconds of this damn like like proceeding where it said 15 to 2 that Israel's plausibly committing genocide, we get a press release about how it's actually the United Nations that is Hamas, and 12 of them out of hundreds participated in the attack. No evidence presented. The allegedness that you talk about, the allegedly, like what is behind the allegedly? Could these outlets actually provide some sort of ed evidentiary support for this claim that is being made that's meant to undergird the cutting of money to a relief agency, which was, by the way, criticized by these same folks when Trump was talking about it. Yep. But when Biden does it, immediately, there's no, no criticism whatsoever. It makes me want to scream yes. on a daily basis. So that's why I have a microphone, and thanks for listening to it. Everybody, woo! I think we should scream. What's ah. it? On the count of three, scream. One, two, three. Ah. Thank you. It's, Thank you, folks. That's it's, what we But needed. it's also, like, really convenient, we right? We fixed it. You we need something it. for people like... Like John Fetterman to like go outside and like fly the colors, looking like APAC Shakur or some shit. <laughs> like being like, yeah, man, this is, you know what? It's Death Row Records all day. And you're like, whoa, bro. And you're like, you saw, you heard the news out of there. And I think that's what like makes it so, so, so sort of damaging, right? Is that we're sort of caught in these things where it's like, okay, well, if we can get a headline out like this, we can sort of keep this narrative going and then just keep the whole thing in a state of disarray. As well. if the aid were flowing anyway. Like, what the actual fuck? Right. What was even getting in beforehand? Meanwhile, there, you know, the risk of starvation and famine, not risk, the starvation and famine happening right now, um, it's just unconscionable. Um, Antonio Gutierrez, um, obviously Bay. Obviously, Zaddy. Anyone else? Antonio? Anyone? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. The, my audience? Yeah, we, we like Antonio Gutierrez. I was a Bonky Dirk, Moon no? ho myself. Oh! <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loyal to Boutros, Boutros, Boutros? Okay, Boutros, okay. Boutros all day. Boutros, Boutros, I want all the Boutroses. Um, Nato, final thoughts here? Uh, I mean, to some extent, I will. The. Here's what I'll say is never, I can't think of a single time in my life where I've seen such a complete elite consensus that completely lost the world of public opinion. Like, like that as, as much as there's been unity in the media and the political elites and like, like, like consequences for people who speak out, like the polling suggests that it's not working. Um, and that's like, it's incredible to me that despite that, like, like uh, truth is breaking through and people are figuring it out. And all we need is some people who are not feckless, craven politicians to actually try to channel that into something better. Yeah, thank you. Thanks one person over there who clapped at first. I didn't want to bring, oh God, now I got to bring it down. I think that was, why don't we move on? <laughs> Can you skip those next two sad slides? Because they're very sad, and we don't want to look at uh, quickly, hit the how there was 
a fucking return to Gaza conference in Israel this weekend by the extreme right. Um, yeah, they're already they're already just gonna build settlements, um, um, but not if we have something to do about it. Uh, let's move on. You paid me well, to skip. Well, okay. on the bright side, the Israeli extreme right then gets to use all the depleted uranium that they just dropped on Gaza. That that's they get to ingest that and that's make exactly themselves right. sick, and 100%. that's justice in a way. In, in a way. In a way. Uh, silver lining here, uh, uranium lining. Um, this was the week where, um, but it hasn't really, actually not the week, but it's the past several months, maybe years, who knows, but the Heritage Foundation and a bunch of thirsty conservative nobodies uh, have created what is called Project 2025, an Ayn Rand cosplay group uh, that writes authoritarian fan fiction. Um, Titles like Mandate for Leadership, uh, which is a thousand-page document that details how to dismantle the administrative state. They're basically going to do to the government what Elon Musk did to Twitter. So if Trump wins, expect both fascism and lots of DraftKings ads. Um, <laughs> so uh, they want to get rid of people who they say hampered the former Trump administration, like Attorney General Sally Yates, who alerted us to the fact that Michael Flynn was being bought by foreign agents or is a foreign agent. Uh, Alexander Vindman of the NSC, who alerted us that Trump was trying to strong-arm the president of Ukraine and blackmail him. Or uh, Dr. Fauci, who alerted us to the fact that Trump's a fucking moron. Um, you know, useless bureaucrats, I guess. Uh, in place of those folks, however, don't worry. They're looking to pad out Trump's second administration with you. That's right. They want you. Uh, no, they don't want people in this room. They want uh, smooth-brained idiots. Uh, they want just sort of like QAnon PTA moms. And they've been traveling around the country, this is real, recruiting members to be in his next cabinet. Uh, and they're conducting trainings. Take a look. On January 20th, when the president puts his hand on the Bible, everything changes. Our goal is to ensure that the conservative administration that takes office in January of 2025 is ready on day one. The next conservative president will only be able to do so with your help. I'm the president of the Conservative Partnership Institute. Ooh. Vice President of Hillsdale College. The head of the Office of Justice Programs. Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs. Senior advisor to the president. Assistant Press Secretary. You're here back? to cut government. You're here to do something that's not in their interest. Who is that cardinal the deep state with is the real. big-ass chain? You want to be someone who knows answers. Who, what's he doing? As a public what's he servant, doing? we're working that was on a behalf of the American people, God. the greatest country on the planet. Yeah. It's your job to ensure that that power is executed responsibly and in line with the president's will. Yes. This is your chance to truly oh make a difference. We're glad you're joining us. Yes. I mean, I came. Did you guys? Anybody? Um, so I'm about the dude. Was he like a uh, Department of Labor with fucking like? Yeah. Was he just like a big old cross? Yeah. Is it Russian Orthodox? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't want to guess, like the, but I'm guessing the like split end, the shitty split ends. Like who was she? Like. Assistant to the assistant, assistant secretary, secretary of the press okay? yeah. on Thursdays. <laughs> um, like, who? Okay. When Kaylee was out at lunch. It'd be, okay. it'd be a real shame if everybody in this room applied yeah, it to up. work in the Trump administration. 
It'd be real. Tr- there's a. They have a link right there on the site. Who wants to be the number. fucking comptroller of the S- Department of Energy? <laughs> it could be you. That's not gonna exist. Like none of the like they want it. They don't want the administrative state, but they do want some of them. Like no, and how no, many no, no. new what they podcasts? Want is they want they want those people to get jobs and then not do anything. Right. They they don't want the they want them to be in the agencies, and then not accomplishing anything. Right. I think I you think, guys could do that. You. Congress right? is already yeah. crushing it for them. I just want to know what kinds of classes they're teaching. Miles, any idea? A master class in government? <laughs> I, wow, way to put me on the spot. I mean, it, I uh, probably ignoring any sense of humanity within yourself the entire time and convincing yeah. yourself daily that like I'm saving the country yeah. uh, on some level. But like, I think what's scary is like they're looking for people who are aspiring to be Stephen Miller's underling. Right, so Stephen like, Miller was there. What the fuck kind of, like, what vision do you have for yourself where you're like, I want to work for Teenage Mutant Ninja Goebbels. <laughs> like, that's the shit I want to do. Like, that's the person I want to fucking be in community with. You know what I mean? Like, so you're going down a few rungs, but I think what's making it super scary is that, like, every fucking think tank on the right is all in on this shit. Yep. So, like, yeah. in the beginning, it was easy to be like, man, it's some fringe shit. Like, obviously, they need to do, like, something that creates less obstacles for a Trump agenda. But now when, like, everybody's like, yeah, okay, so we're doing this? Okay, everybody. Yeah, they sign people up at the Iowa State Fair. Yeah, right. Straight up. Yeah. No, no. The Trump. The lesson Trump got from his first term was like, oh, I'm not wasting time this this time around. Like, no Reince Priebuses. Mm. None of these. Oh, Reince. <laughs> remember? Oh, Reince. Do you guys remember how many establishment GOP hacks Trump ran through before yeah. he finally got to like exactly who he wanted? No, it's just gonna be all those motherfuckers as soon as he gets gets into office. Because, like, he's not even committing. Sean Hannity's lobbing up the, like, softest ball of all time in interviews saying, you won't be a dictator, right? He's like, I'll be a dictator on day one. That's it, day one. (laughs) Trust me on this. All I need to see was Alina Haba in front of the press and be like, I do not want to see this bitch's face every fucking day. No, no, no. I'll be a dictator on day one, but I'm also going to pre-screen everybody that's going to be a part of my administration to make sure they're sufficiently loyal. Well, let's talk about that screening about that yeah let's I, talk about I, this I knew that those master class ads were always fishy like I th- <laughs> like I signed up for to learn how to spatchcock a chicken from Jacques Pepin and right. next thing you know I'm building concentration camps so <laughs> life gets at you fast <laughs> Yeah. So uh, you can sign up. You have to put your phone number in, and I believe that's why I was being trolled by a Nazi recently, but I did it. Anyway, this is what you get. Presidential Personnel Database and Presidential Administration Academy Questionnaire. It's an academy, people. Um, and then would you like to be blah, 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 and then you have to fill out a bunch of questions. So some of the questions include kind of tough ones, like name one person, past or present, who has most influenced the development of your political philosophy? So I really like, like, what are they, who are they fucking writing down? You know what I mean? Um, is this, is it like Rush Limbaugh? Reagan. Is it Reagan? Trump. Are there wrong answers? Is it, if, is it, like, you have to say Trump. Right. Or if, like, you say Andrew Jackson, like, they're like, that's too nuanced. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, this person, like, reads history, and we're not for that. Uh, Rhino. Oh, my God. Okay, motherfucker. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Um, The next one, and this one, this one I think is a stumper. Name a book. (laughs) 
that most significantly shape your political philosophy and please explain the, its influence on your thinking. Uh, I mean, Da Vinci Code, when I like read like a third of 40 it. 40 Laws of Power. Yeah. Uh, the Game by Neil Strauss about yeah. modern pickup artists. Obviously, like reducing females like to understand the game of it all. Like that's kind of my thing. Is Twilight <laughs> wrong or... Because... Is there, is there a mis message of inclusivity with that? Because, like, did they have to accept a half-vampire child? Well, I mean, I felt like it was, like, diluting the pure blood of the vampire, so there was... <sighs> right, yeah, you maybe. Can, it's a Rorschach test, how <laughs> you look at Twilight. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, like, other questions which are kind of interesting. Like, there's an actual, like, uh, well, there's, do you believe there's only two genders? That one's fun. Uh, there is, uh, do you believe in universal health care? Do you believe in UBI? So there's like a weird, like, okay, this is like a kind of a potentially progressive question. You could answer this right or wrong. Now what's behind me that I'm not referencing is, what describes your political philosophy? Emma, maybe you can distinguish all these fucking brands oh. of uh, ah. beta male. Um, <laughs> please select which describes your pro political philosophy. Traditional conservative. Fiscal conservative, libertarian, moderate, social conservative, neoconservative, liberal, paleoconservative. Is that just if you're Jeb? Is that when you're like paleo and a conservative? Exactly. Yeah. I only eat legumes and raw meat, <laughs> yeah. but I hate immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, you're in, bro. Yeah, we fuck with you. Yeah. And then progressive. Mm. Uh, absent Democrat. Progressive, they just mean flow. Right. So what's the difference? Wait, what? Which one? Flow from the Flo progressive from the commercials. Progressive auto insurance. Stephanie Courtney, the glorified improv improviser. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Social so conservative, just social, yeah. Fiscal or traditional? So fiscal means that you are a Republican in a blue state. Um, social conservative means that you're a Republican in a red state. Got it. Um, Paleoconservative means you watch Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Traditional conservative means you go to church. Uh, libertarian means that... You're a coward racist? Yeah. <laughs> and work in tech in San Francisco. Right. Exactly. Yep. You got money from Peter Thiel slash sucks it dick. <laughs> Moderate means that you only like white, blonde women. Um, progressive, yeah, I mean, I think we're talking about the commercial at that point. That's this is amazing. Give it up for Emma. That was perfect. I just, I just yeah. blurred them all together, but I really like that you, the way you sussed them out best. here. I tried my best. So are you saying that you want to get back to the, you know, the, the good Republicans, oh, that they're yeah. out there. We just gotta, you Republican the whisper non -maga, to them. Right. Yeah, the non-MAGA Republicans. Yeah. Um, yeah, where does, oh, okay, we, we lost it. That's fine. Um, yeah, this is, it. you know, as awful as Biden is, um, then you look at this and you're like, <laughs> I wanna stop looking at this, you know? <laughs> let's, um, let's, let's pretend this isn't exactly what's gonna happen, but that's truly what they want to happen. I mean, I think Bannon and his, his liver spots will just be, like each one of his liver spots will be at like the head, like it'll be the 10th Supreme Court justice. They'll expand the court, but it'll be just with Bannon's liver spots. The entire cabinet will be Bannon and his liver spots with different yeah. labels on them. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is DOD, this is DOJ here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what up? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's fucking frightening. Like, the, I don't, they, uh, here's the thing. 
that's what I feel about QAnon. I'm like, at least they believe in something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy, it's wrong, it's scary, but like, we're not doing this. At least Michael Jackson was playing drums in the Rolling Stones <laughs> with QAnon and like the shit they were saying in like Dallas where they're like, I was there. Yeah. And Prince was on keyboards, even though he's a guitar <laughs> player. I'm like, what the fuck? Like you don't have your instruments right. Is that but before I after they it. drank the jungle juice under the bridge where like a dude? That was right before, because that was it was getting that's when it got shaky. Right, that's when right, they were right. still like JFK Jr. about where to put up here. Is he? Yeah. They're like, just he wait. Was supposed to show up. You're gonna have egg on your face <laughs> when he pulls up with Michael Jackson playing drums. Yeah, we still didn't see it. But I mean, like, that's the scary fucking thing is, like, while we have, like, the status quo on offer with Joe Biden, it's like, what if we went fully in reverse and gutted every agency to the point that, like, who knows what the fuck that, like, what the process looks like? And that's what makes it so fucked up. We're like, oh, so these are the options right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like the only person who should speak for the Biden administration from now until the election is, like, Lena Khan, you know, of the FTC. That's it. Just give her the mic. <laughs> right. Remind, and, like, keep on talking about the railroads. Because, guys, California, are we Finally, we're going to get $3 billion for high-speed railroads. Now, look, Israel gets $3 billion every single fucking year. However, um, so I think we're going to get, like, from here to at least Fresno. <laughs> By, like, 2067, um, you'll be able to get to Fresno. Fresno won't exist anymore. Um, it will have been taken I think you're over. looking at an old one, because I think they updated. 2067 gets you to Bakersfield, I think, <laughs> yeah. from L.A. first, yeah. I, I, I have found myself like in the like coping bargaining stage of the process, you know what I mean? Yes. Where like, you know, like for a long time I was like, you know, we must do everything possible to stop the rise of fascism in America. And now increasingly I'm like, well, you know, some people survive fascism. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't, like not everyone died in the Holocaust, you know what I mean? Like. Like, some people survive Pinochet. Like, you can... All right, Nato, though, we're going to be the first to go, right? Like, we're on a damn yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're on I've, a list, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone in this audience, so, yeah, like, yeah Sorry, pretty guys. easy. They get together Did and you stuff. attend a one bituation room <laughs> no. live podcast? Joe Rogan is the most influential person <laughs> in my life. Yeah. All right, you're free to go. <laughs> Um, yeah, we were going to do our final segment of Survival Guide, but maybe just, uh, I don't know, any words of wisdom, because we may not meet again until November. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. not going first. I think you might have the most wisdom. These oh. fools. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I can provide. I mean, I'm so angry right now. <laughs> I'm yeah. so, yeah. so pissed. Um, I, I, I... I'm probably gonna vote for Joe Biden. I mean, like that's the that's the like because unfortunately our democracy is not really a democracy in that it's incredibly limited. Like the choices that we're allowed to vote for, especially for the executive branch, and the reality, at least for me, from a practical, realistic perspective, is that we do have two choices. Um, and the choice is: Are you gonna vote for somebody who you? probably have like a five to 10% chance of influencing, or you're gonna vote for somebody that has you have a 0% chance of influencing. Yeah. So I go with the five to 10% chance, but like, I mean, I, I got into this industry during the Hillary years versus Trump, and that seemed like fucking bleak at the time. And I was told by a lot of people that if we got Trump elected, because Hillary was so bad, that the progressive movement would be so resurgent, <laughs> and that we would, uh, Jimmy Dore, and that we would have like, like this incredible. Don't like, say his name two more times. Oh he yeah. will appear. 
you will appear. Don't happened. you do it, folks. Um, and that we'd have, by the way, he at the time he was rooting for Elizabeth Warren. Uh, that we'd have an Elizabeth Warren presidency in 2020. That's she can win if you vote for her, my favorite Elizabeth Warren line. Oh, yeah. God. That was, that was well done. <laughs> but that's not what happens, right? Like, like, there's no magic pill, especially when it comes to the presidency, right? Like, third parties and alternate sources of power, that's always going to start from the local level and from organizing there, winning some seats on that front, and then you can, like, foist a presidential candidate to the fore. But for now, this is what we've got, and it sucks. It and fucking sucks. I do really think, though, that, like, we're in the midst of a real sea change um, in public consciousness, and it's not fast enough, but it's happening. Absolutely. And, like, um, I don't know. I'm grateful for everybody that's paying attention and is, like, outraged about what we're seeing Biden doing, and keep it up, folks, because He's every time we hear Genocide Joe being chanted at him, that he hears that, too. And even though he's, like, still fucking talking about gold in my ear and how, like, incredible that They had tea once. Yeah. It was a thing. It, it like, make... make him, make him uncomfortable every time he steps out in, in public. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and then I, that's how change happens, but don't just focus on the presidential level. And they're fucking shaking. Like, John Kirby is shaking like a fucking leaf. Like, let's be real. Like, they know the pressure's coming, the call's coming from within the fucking building. The State Department, if you're not blinking, is all like, what the fuck are we doing? Any entry-level, like, you know... An, an intern working in the State Department would tell you the same shit that we're all saying, that we need a ceasefire that is making everyone less safe. Oh yeah, also 30,000, mostly civilians, have been murdered. Like, that's basic. And they're just not listening. But, but, I, but I know, trust that they, I know what's in Joe Biden's heart and it's fear. Um, so, uh, Nato, before we move to our final segment, any last words? Well, I mean, you know, the I, I the I agree with what Emma said, and the the national situation is so depressing. But as you mentioned, when you know, when I came out, when I am not spouting nonsense in, into a microphone in nights such as this, I'm uh, organizing unions and working people are ready to fight. Uh, it, it, like everywhere I go, people are more strike ready than they've ever been, and. Uh, like you, I cannot overstate how powerful it is for to like be with working people in struggle, and so that's like to me that's the the most hopeful thing happening. And I think you saw with UAW, right, with Sean Fain in the UAW, like holding out their Biden support, you know, and not making sure that even though he walked the picket line, it was like he had to fucking. He had to walk a goddamn picket line, you know. He really had to do some shit. You're never gonna see. You're never gonna see. Like obviously, he had to put one foot in front of the other, and they gave him only a few, you know, like little little horse pick me ups or whatever they give, whatever they give a horse to do that final lap. You know what I mean? Before they, you know, like that's what they give Biden. And um, and so then you see Sean Fain so strong, not wavering from his effectively like like class war message, but also endorsing Biden. And I think it's like this militant, not full-throated endorsement, at least from the left. It's like, we, this is a time for inside-outside strategy. This is a time for union and community building. And uh, everyone here tonight is, has been fucking in it too. So um, with that, let's move to our final segment. Uh, um, before we play our fun interstitial, let's let's tee it up. It's no secret we have these two octogenarian presidents, different um, with different but equally alarming um, versions of senility. It's like, what do you want? You want angry Gramps or sad Gramps? You know, like, 
you're like, which do we choose? Um, and we're all pretending that everything is fine, especially their handlers, the PR people, the press secretaries. Um, so I would like my guests of the podcast to play press secretary and take the following statements from our presidential hopefuls or incumbent um, and just translate. In fact, clarify what they mean. This is, can you clarify? Um, my first one <laughs> wants to go first. First one is for um, everyone can chime in. If, if someone's struggling, help a fellow press secretary out. Um, Miles, uh, this one is for you. Sure, this okay. is President Biden um, speaking <clears throat> about uh, defending the right to choose, which... Which is very important. Obviously, it overrides every other issue that's happening right now, so don't even like question why he's saying this. And if you do, you want Trump to win. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> Can you clarify what the president said uh, when he meant when he said this? Yeah. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> just one more time. Can we I run just, that I, just, I, I just wanted to make sure I'm listening to the same quote. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. Yeah. Now. Powerful. Miles, I thought there was some sort of, there was, he said the word benefit unless you want the benefit. What, can you clarify what the president meant? Uh, yeah, easily. So right now we're seeing a huge drop in support with younger voters, especially African-American voters. And uh, we, we just basically decided that we had to deploy a rapid response program to speak to a lot of the youth, especially with the AAVE literate crew. <laughs> and so what we did is we, we deployed Joe Biden to do a mumble rap sort of thing, <laughs> where he is now sort of, don't mess with the women, there's him in the him and him in the hate. And so what that is doing, we're actually realizing that is testing really well in terms of being able to, to sort of solidify that core group of support that we need. Great. So what he was doing, and I know you're being, this is all bad faith on your part, but he was clearly saying, don't mess with the women unless you want Biden to be swimming in them votes. And oh, that's what he it. said, and that's what I believe he did say. And I, and, I, and I believe the president said that actually very clearly. And I think if you don't agree, then you obviously want Trump to win. No, Bars. I apologize. Bars. Point taken. Point taken. Yeah. Yeah. Any other brain busters? See, as, no, a, as, a, as, a, as a Gen Xer, I just thought he was dipping into Missy Elliott and like, it's your oh, friend. No, no, no. That was a tribute to Migos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's for the young Maybe group. some Kid yeah. Rock, Bow It to Baba. I hear he and Kamala are big on the TikTok. Uh, oh, absolutely. They've absolutely. told me so, so I believe that. Communists. Um, Nato Green, um, what did the uh, former president um, mean when he um, seemed to not remember how many world wars there have been? Never reports the crowds, you know. By the way, they never report the crowd Wrong on clip. January. Stop it, really quick. I tell uh, what did the president mean? when he seemed to misremember who was in charge on January 6th. Never reports the crowds, you know. By the way, they never report the crowd on January 6th. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, you know, they, did you know they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything, deleted and destroyed all of it, all of it, because of lots of things. Like Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people. Now, Nikki Haley was, in fact, not um, in charge of security on January 6th. And I believe the crowd size that he is disappointed is being miscounted. Was, wasn't that during his inauguration? 
Um, so, NATO McEnany, um, what, what did the president, former president, mean by this? Yeah, what he means to say is that he's trying to, uh, to bring back slavery and, uh, and has great faith in Nikki Haley's ability to move 10,000 slaves uh, through the White House uh, to help out with, with uh, his various rioting and... That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's great. I'll write that. You're welcome. Right, Did you hear how they actually tried to spin that on Newsmax? <laughs> no. They were like, and I'm, this is not a joke, but basically he was saying, well, here's the thing. Obviously, the president is drawing attention to a very, very significant piece of information that people aren't considering. If he had said Nancy Pelosi, people wouldn't know because people already understood that Nancy Pelosi was connected to January 6th and was in charge. But by saying Nikki Haley, now people are taking that mistake and correcting it by saying, no, it's Nancy Pelosi that was actually doing that. And he has now injected Nancy Pelosi's name into the takeosphere. So you're saying this bit has already been done Quite in this literally. fucking yes. hell world we yes. live in. Yes, and media. it was wild. He said this the straightest face he was like and now i mean I, I, it's unbelievable the president said this because now everyone is now reminding each other that nancy pelosi was mm -hmm. in fact in so charge he's of secretly saying nikki haley so that people will like pavlovian reaction yep. think of nancy pelosi <laughs> yeah welcome to the fifth dimension the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> i'm going with the slavery one i like that one better yeah um all right, uh, Emma Viglin. Yeah. Um, th this one is uh, maybe a jam you haven't seen, um, but it, look, he gets it out. But I did have a question. I wanted you to clarify what um, the president meant when he said this sort of like jovial anecdote. I tell every young man who's telling me, I'm thinking of getting married or something. I said, look, I, you have any advice? I said, yeah, pick a family with five sisters or more. And they look at me, what the hell is that all about? I said, it's really simple. That way, one of them always loves you, not the same one. <laughs> you always have somebody on your side. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> did, 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 has Joe Biden fucked all of Jill's sisters? Why the fuck am I on a leftist podcast and you're kink shaming right here on this stage? No, that's fine. I'm that's I'm like disgusted. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, it on. is. Uh, it's not woke. I understand that. I understand the end. Like, yeah, I, I see you. Like, what? What do you call that when you have? Does anyone? I don't want to know if anyone knows if there's a word. <laughs> For sleeping called, with all the sisters. Yeah, this, is, this is a storyline on Friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's called Mormonism. Mormonism. Thank Big you, friends. Love. Thank you, friends. Polyamory. Yes. Yeah. The Yaya sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's You're right. All no, I've it's got. it's my bad. I think it's very clear. Uh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> my God. He can't just say congratulations on getting married. It's gonna be great. Ah, make sure you marry a woman and five fucking. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Fuck them all, fuck them all, my man. <laughs> One of them will always love you. Well, also, like, what are you doing that you're pissing off four sisters at a time? <laughs> like, what kind of shitty husband are you that that you need f you, not two, not three, not four sisters, you need five sisters because of what an asshole you are as a husband? That's true, that's true. All right, um, Miles, uh, back to you. Uh, what Get did, ready. Okay. This is what did the former president mean um, when he said this about the threat of Joe Biden? 
We have a man who is totally corrupt and the worst president in the history of our country, who is cognitively impaired, in no condition to lead, and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and possible nuclear war. Just think of it. We would be in World War II very quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, we've been in World War II before, and the former president knows this, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. But what he's doing is he is actually, he's painting a portrait of an alternate universe in which there were nuclear weapons at the onset of World War II. And then right. what would we do with them? Um, yeah, this motherfucker's just senile. I'm sorry <laughs> on this one. I don't... I, I, it's the QAnon soundtrack that fucks me up about that yeah. whole video. Like, cause the he whole time he's yeah. freestyling on a QAnon type beat, and like everyone's like, uh huh, uh huh, and I'm like, yeah, he's not saying shit. Uh, yeah, that I think that's. I think I, I wish I could spin that, but you know, this is. I but I do love the whole thing of being like. You're so fucking washed and old that you gotta brace the fucking lectern yeah, to like yeah, keep yeah. your shit and oh, be like. He's, he's and, definitely leaning. That's and, a lean. And you know he's not what he used to be up there. I think to me that shows a vulnerability. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And I think that's what he's actually trying to do is let everybody know that he's open to letting people see that sort of more fucked up senile side of him. Absolutely. I don't know. I think I think he's holding his shoulder like like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon about to pop his shoulder out. <laughs> Be like, this is what I have to do to fight my enemies. <laughs> um, I think, look, <laughs> I as the here. president's spokeswoman, um, see, the president doesn't believe that World War II was actually a war. Um, he believes that um, Adolf was deeply misunderstood. It was more of a, a conflict, actually. Um, it was a genocide. It was a white genocide, in fact. Um, so, you know, um, anyway, any questions? <laughs> Like, that's straight up what he thinks. He doesn't necessarily think World War II was a war because, you know, the Nazis were the ones who lost. And they're supposed to be the good guys. Um, all right. They were just trying to resettle. <laughs> Absolutely. They were trying to reconquest. Uh, Resettling them. NATO Green. It's called Laban's Realm, okay? Wait, did you get a Biden? You got a Biden. Uh, NATO Green, uh, the president, mm-hmm. was recently at a, a, a brewery. Um, and he said this just incredibly moving statement, and I wondered if you could clarify what he meant by it. The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. Can we just listen to that one more time, Paige? The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I think there was a great lake in there somewhere. Uh, the greatest lake. <laughs> Look, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> you brew the beer to brew the beer. That's what the man said. What's the fucking problem? <laughs> it was near a great lake. In some distance from a great lake, there was beer brewing in a brewery to brew the beer. It was like he was demonstrating that his lack of cognitive impairment Right after this, uh, he sold some seashells by the seashore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he held a mirror up to all of us with that one. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Truly, that's what that's true. what I saw actually, and it, it would, and, he, and to me, he was speaking to actually the indigenous population in this country yeah, yeah, because yeah. he says, "Shout out the Earth Rider uh, for giving us the Great Lakes." It's a kind of a abstract tangent that he's using to sort of again create this coalition of voters, but I see the intent. And for that, I think it was brave of him. Shout out, shout out. He said the Earth Riders or whatever the fuck that was. I think my, my favorite part is that uh, about two seconds in, he knows he's misspoke, but it's like he's like sliding on a skate in like like a child's messy room and he can't get off of it. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he just keeps yeah. going down. Yeah, he did like the 15 second version of when Travolta said Adele Dasim. On the teleprompter, when he's like, fuck it, I'm in too deep, man, in the fucking brewery, in the Earth Riders, the Great Lakes, y'all, I'm out of here. Oh, fuck. I think he was talking to Claude in your child's preschool. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, all right, and finally, uh, Emma Vigeland, what did the former president mean? Um, he clearly was explaining a very difficult job. Um, oh, I love when he uses his hands to gesture and talk. Um, there was a lot of, s well, sound effects. I don't know if there were words, but what? who was he referring to in this clip? Uh, these are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay. Missile launch. Pshing, boom. It's the most un... Now, when he when he's what are those seventeen seconds? That's what I was curious about. What are the seventeen seconds? Can we play this one more time? I think we need to. I think we need to. You know, these are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got seventeen seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay. Missile launch. Pshin, boom. To most un. And <laughs> And then the cloud gives you the unicorn toy. Like that's bing, bing, boom, bing, bong. She. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I'm, she is my favorite thing Trump is doing lately. His, his sound for missile is she. And that's really what a missile does. She. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, I, I like how uh, his, he likes to use bing, bong or bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Usually when he can like vaguely allude to Asian people being involved. Um, mm. My guess is like anything science related, he goes to bing bong or well, he something did say like she. that. Yeah, he or did say she, bing bong and yeah. she. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this going to be in the next Q drop? Is that part of? Um, I mean, I mean. Uh, how many bing bing bong bongs and then like how much jungle juice do we have to drink until JFK comes back? Where we go one, we go all, Indeed. Francesca. Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's true with science. He's like, you know, with all the bing bongs and all bing, the bing, bing, bing bings and the she's. I, again, I see the genius in this. He's talking about all the steps the Iron Dome has to take to identify That's a target. Right. The first bing is that a target has been acknowledged or, you know, shown up on the radar. Second bing is that it's launch, launched or locked. Third bing launched. Fourth bing on its way. Fifth bing confirmed hit. And then he's like, shh. It, I, again, I saw the genius in everything he said right there, and I just, yeah. again, it's, it's, I just feel like you guys really should just have an open mind to his bing, 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 bong, bong, you know? You know, this isn't actually a game. There is no, uh, there wasn't supposed to be a winner, but there is a clear winner. Winner, uh, Miles Gray, you've won the He's fucking won. game of press secretary. Hire me, Joe Byron. You need to be hired by Joe Biden. Honestly, seriously, if you were, please get hired by them. I would fuck with um, him so bad. I'm like, yo, bro, go out here and say this shit. This will be fucking tight. Don't worry. <laughs>
band camp. Listen to the bugle. Miles Gray, everybody! You can listen to Miles Gray every single day on the Daily Zeitgeist. Also, Jack and Miles got Mad Boosties, the NBA podcast. It's so fucking good. And Emma Viglin! Emma's been holding it down the majority report now for what, two years you've been there? Three. Fuck, three years and has been, if you don't, you know, if you don't listen, if you're not a fan, become one. She's been holding it down on Palestine and has, I think, incredible politics and has been doing such a good job. Give it up for yourself. Give it up for me, Francesca Berengini.